welcome to my mommy's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. That is my source for delicious coffees, teas, and elixirs that all contain beneficial medicinal mushrooms like lion's mane, chaga, cordyceps, reishi, and many others. These mushrooms have a long history of use and a lot of studies to back up their many benefits. I personally fell in love with all of their mushroom coffees and elixirs. I add their elixirs to my smoothies, and when I drink coffee, it's always their mushroom coffee these days. The great part is they have caffeine-free options and coffee-based options with a little bit of caffeine. So there's literally a blend for any type of day, but the bonus is that there's slightly less caffeine in their coffees than normal coffees, but with the, the addition of the medicinal mushrooms, you get more of a brain boost without the jitters. I personally enjoy the mushroom coffee blends in the morning, and I often sip relaxing and sleep-promoting reishi in the evening before bed. You can check out those and all of their products and grab a 15% discount just for being a listener of this podcast by going to foursigmatic.com forward slash wellnessmama and use the code wellnessmama. Again, that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash wellnessmama and with the code wellnessmama. This podcast is brought to you by Mother Dirt, a revolutionary new line of products that work to optimize the skin microbiome. Yeah, you heard me right. Just like the gut, the skin has an ecosystem. And for many of us, our over-sanitized modern lifestyle has depleted the delicate ecosystem of our skin. That's why I've been using Mother Dirt's AO Plus Mist to support my skin biome. Their mist uses patented ammonia oxidizing bacteria, or AOB, to consume the ammonia in sweat and create beneficial byproducts that balance the skin biome. Since ammonia is the part of sweat that stinks, this also helps reduce body odor. And many people, in fact 60%, say they no longer need deodorant. I love that their entire line is natural and plant-based and safe for the whole family. And you can save 20% on your first purchase with the code FREESHIP20 at motherdirt.com forward slash wellnessmama. Again, motherdirt.com forward slash wellnessmama and the code FREESHIP20 in all capital. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Mama podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com, and ever since I wrote about it last year, I have gotten a ton of follow-up questions about red light therapy or photobiomodulation. So today for this episode, I've brought back Justin and Melissa from Juve, which is the red light therapy device that I use. You've probably seen me picture, post pictures on uh, Instagram where I look like something out of Star Wars with a really bright light. And we're going to delve into all the benefits today, but also a fun fact, they also get to work together just like my husband and I do, and they also have six kids. So lots of commonalities, super excited to chat with them. Justin and Melissa, welcome and thanks for being here. Thanks, Katie. It's a pleasure to be back with you again. Yeah, we're excited to chat today. Me too. And I think there's a lot more people um, listening since I think our first episode and since I even wrote about red light therapy a couple of years ago. So to start off, I'd love for you guys to start at the beginning and kind of explain the origin story of Juve and what Juve is. Sure. Yeah, I'll jump in here with this one. Um, Basically, a few years ago, I was kind of looking for some things to boost my overall um, cellular health and ran across red light therapy and thought it looked interesting because, you know, when we normally see light things, um, we think of skin damage, you know, from tanning beds and things like that. So the fact that this had no damaging effects and only good effects, I was really interested. And I started... um, going to treatments at a local tanning salon 
And I noticed within six weeks that eczema that I'd been dealing with was gone and that just some really other cool um, things, enough to make me want to purchase something for my own home um, because I, I was under the, the understanding that it was good for children too. And I thought, hey, we could all benefit from this. Um, but when I went to search the internet to find something, I could only find small handheld devices and I was used to laying in a converted tanning bed. Um, so used to treating my whole body. And so, you know, the handheld device just, it seemed hard and very time consuming to me. And so I kind of gave up on it for a little while, but then I kind of, I had run across it again in another healing protocol I'd seen online. And I thought I'd really like to try this. And I knew there had to be a better solution. Um, so I asked my engineering husband, Justin, to build something we could use at home, something that was large enough to treat your whole body in a short amount of time. And Justin is quite a problem solver, but at the time he was just too busy and wasn't convinced red light therapy really worked like I thought it did. So he sort of subtly pushed off my request sometime down the road, he'd say, but I didn't give up and I kept searching. And several months later, I came across a blog article um, referencing the power of red light therapy. And I knew I was really onto something. And so I finally convinced Justin to look into it. And uh, the first attempt at uh, a full body red light therapy product uh, was made of several infrared heat lamps uh, enclosed um, on a basically clipped to a, a two by four uh, because we had found some things online. Well, there's you know potential benefits by using infrared heat lamps. And although it was a convenient design and uh, you know it looked fairly crude, we were initially you know, very excited. Um, so for several months, our entire family gave it uh, an honest go. And uh, even um, my wife's uh, sister, uh, Liz, had stopped over for frequent treatments. And uh, the, the unit uh, emanated uh, a lot of heat, uh, but it, it didn't, it wasn't without its problems. So we realized that the infrared heat lamps, they were extremely hot and uh, didn't have the same effect that the treatment that uh, Melissa had done in the salon. And it was kind of funny, Katie, because we actually had, um, if we ran both of the setups on the same um, circuit, we were having breakers pop constantly. So we had these extension cords running from one bathroom to another to try to plug this in. And, and both of us by this time were like, okay, I think there's got to be a better solution than what we're trying to do here. Yeah. So she uh, convinced me to dig more into the science. And at this time, it was it was going from something that was kind of on my honey-do list to like... I was beginning to be really intrigued by, well, is there is there really something to this? Are there some real benefits here? So after digging into the science, I was uh, really surprised, honestly, to find the extensive amount of research that had been conducted, um, and, it, and it really was was beyond, um, you know, most a lot of the things that we uh, think of when we turn, think of alternative health and wellness. Um, in in the case of photobiomodulation, there's you know, hundreds and hundreds of studies. So. Uh, I basically dug into the science and found out that it really just boils down to a few different things. Uh, the first of which is that we need the, the right wavelengths. And that was very clear through the studies that I had read. And then the other thing that was important is the, the power output of the device or the irradiance. And along with that, I realized uh, that I read that uh, too much heat can negate the benefits. And that made sense, of course, with our experience with the, the heat lamps. So. With that in mind, uh, Melissa and I uh, kind of scoured the internet again, trying to find a product uh, that matched the, the research in terms of the wavelengths and the intensity. 
And what we really found is that the only devices on the market were small handheld uh, items, that, devices that might work okay for uh, skin health on your face, but they didn't have the intensity to really be effective for deeper tissue and certainly not large enough to use on, on our, your entire body. So um, at, at that point, we started to really dig into the science, and my wife's uh, sister Scott and her, her sister Liz and, and her husband Scott uh, became involved, and, and Scott uh, has a, a background in the med tech industry, and he was uh, starting to think, hey, this could really be something that people are looking for. So uh, at that point, we really dug into uh, determining that, you know, if we could deliver or come up with a device that would was able to treat, you know, most of your body with the right wavelengths and the right intensity, it could be really impactful. So with Justin's engineering background and my passion for light therapy, we focused on creating our first prototypes. We wanted something that delivered the right wavelengths along with medical grade power. And basically, um, what was born out of that was Juve. That's awesome. I love that it's essentially at the very beginning, it's a family owned business and that you guys are still in it working together. That's so awesome. And Justin, you mentioned the word photobiomodulation and all of the studies around that. So before we go any further, can you go a little bit deeper on explaining what is photobiomodulation and how does it work? What's the mechanism in the body? Great question. So uh, it really, the science has been around for some time. Originally, it was referred to as low level laser therapy or LLT. Uh, sometimes cold lasers, and these have been used for decades, in fact, for physical therapy uh, benefits where they would use a laser to target specific joints and reduce pain, joint pain and inflammation. And there are literally hundreds and hundreds of studies. And what uh, what has uh, transpired in the past couple decades is in, in the 90s, uh, the research discovered that LEDs uh, could be just as effective as, as lasers. Uh, due to basically the the science of how it works and as you point out with the with the correct wavelengths and intensity uh, it really affects our health at a cellular level so for our, our cellular uh, function in the fourth phase of cellular respiration uh, there's an enzyme called cytochrome c oxidase basically the wavelengths that are used uh, in our devices and have been proven in, in literally thousands of studies of photobiomodulation help restore this he healthy cellular function and boost ATP production uh, and more specifically ATP syn synthase, which is the precursor to ATP production. So when we help restore uh, the how the cells operate, then it basically impacts everything you know downline from that, whether it's uh, mental clarity, um, reducing oxidative stress, inflammation in, in joints, uh, muscle recovery, uh, some of the ones that people are maybe more familiar with uh, in terms of collagen production, so uh, the beauty benefit. So the list really goes on from there. That's awesome. And I think it's one of those things that until I really went deep on the research, it was hard to wrap my head around because like Wi-Fi or like EMFs, it's hard to understand how something like light can impact your body so drastically because unlike food or exercise, you don't feel the change immediately. If you eat something that's bad for you and you're not used to it, you will typically feel pretty bad. Or if you exercise too hard, you'll feel sore. There's an immediate feedback loop. Whereas I feel like with light and with things like EMFs, you don't have that immediate feedback loop. So it's hard for a lot of people to really grasp just how dramatically um, light can impact the body. And I'm curious too, because I've been seeing so much research on blue light and on our circadian rhythm and how much that depends on light and certain spectrums of light. So I'm curious, does photobiomodulation or like red light therapy specifically play into that at all? And are there specifically times of day you would not want to use it based on circadian rhythm or is it one that's safe all times of day? 
That's a great question. So with uh, blue light, as you mentioned, it has the potential to really kind of screw up our body's circadian rhythm. Um, and it can really uh, have a, a negative impact on our bodily function. So uh, the retina, uh, our retina are actually tied directly to the hypothalamus in our brain, which literally controls all uh, of our hormone production, our mood, sleep, energy, all these, all these things. So if we're throwing that off uh, by getting, you know, blue light in the middle of the night, right before bed, uh, it has, you know, some very dramatic negative effects. Uh, the wavelengths that we use in the red and near infrared spectrum also play a role in, you know, the natural lighting that we get from from sunlight. Uh, so the, basically the times of day that that would be most uh, closely approximated would be uh, early morning and evening. So, um, you know, ideally it's something that you can start your day with, helps you wake up, be energized, um, and basically nutrition for your cells, if you will, to uh, start the day. And then, you know, in the evening is also a great time to do it because you can help restore, uh, help relax, reduce the, the oxidative stress from the basically the, the way that your body's been bombarded all day, whether it's through with, with blue light, with uh, toxins in the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food that we eat, um, you know, the emotional stress, all those things have, you know, a dramatic impact on our health. And I'd like to add to that. One thing I found so interesting was in nature, there's never blue light without red as well, which is pretty cool. And the red is very anti-inflammatory. So a lot of times when we're at a show or something like that, and we have someone come and try the light that has never tried red light therapy before, they're like, oh my gosh, I feel an immediate shift in my nervous system. My body feels so relaxed. And we always tell them it's because they've gotten so much blue. And now by getting this red and taking that in through their eyes, they're kind of leveling out all the blue that they've gotten and their body is able to just, their brain is able to just let go and relax, which I think is pretty cool. That is really cool. And one thing I noticed when I first started using it is that my eyes in the beginning were almost sensitive to it. And it probably was because I started, I think in winter and I wasn't getting as much bright light and I wasn't outside as much. And I noticed like the first few times I was like, it almost was hard to open my eyes because it was so bright. But then I've noticed now that I do it regularly, I pretty much never would think to wear sunglasses because I feel like my eyes have just adapted to that type of natural light and are fine with it. Have you guys, is there any research on that? Or have you guys heard that experience from others as well? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty common. Uh, as you point out, I think a lot of us are uh, blue light toxic or even just not outside an, uh, a whole lot to get a lot of natural light as well. And so a lot of times people do find it to be rather harsh initially. And we just we encourage people to, you know, just go ahead and start the treatments, you know, with your eyes closed. And, you know, as it feels uh, natural or comfortable to you, you'll find yourself, you know, opening your eyes and, it, and it, your body does, your eyes do adjust to it. And inter interestingly, there's a significant amount of research uh, showing a wide range of uh, eye health benefits uh, using photobiomodulation. So everything from various uh, macular eye de degenerative uh, eye disorders uh, to even even vision quality. So we, we've definitely heard that from uh, uh, many, many uh, customers just from the, the various benefits that they've seen, uh, even related specifically to the eyes. That's super fascinating. And it reminds me of a, another podcast I've recorded in the past with an eye health doctor. I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, but I think he was like the holistic eye doctor. And he said 
we're seeing kids with vision problems early and he thinks there's a few culprits. Um, one being they're staring at screens too much so their eyes aren't having to adjust to multidimensional things as often, but also they're not getting enough bright light because they're not outside enough. So their eyes are actually not developing correctly. Um, so that's a question I know I've gotten and I'm sure you guys must get a lot too is, do you, is it okay to, sh- to have that light hit your eyes or do you need to wear some kind of eye protection when you're doing red light therapy? That's, that's, yes, and that's uh, really important that we have we've gone through the uh, there's actually regulated tests that are required for uh, any registered photobiomodulation device and and our devices are actually now FDA approved uh, where we've gone through stringent uh, testing that's required for things like eye, eye safety. Um, so that is an important consideration that yes, it is it is safe to look at. It's it's not our opinion or the opinion of you know somebody on an advisory board like Dr. Hamblin who's you know obviously. Uh, one of the world's leading experts in the field, but we have gone through the extensive testing and some of which, of course, is related to the eye safety. Yeah, that's good to know. And like I said, I've noticed a big difference in just how my eyes respond to light since I've made an effort both to use the red light therapy and also just to spend more time outside. I know you guys would echo that as well, um, just in your lifestyle of we would all be so much better off if we also just prioritize being outside more. But I want to loop back to the photobiomodulation and the the mechanism on the body. So I think it's really important to delve into that this is not just like the color is affecting us, but these these lights have specific wavelengths that penetrate the body in specific ways. So they're actually reaching different levels of the body and accomplishing different things. So can you kind of break down a little more the different the two different wavelengths that are possible in red light therapy and what they each do? Yes. So we use two different wavelengths in in our devices, and we are strong believers that both play an important role. And we've mirrored that uh, on the the clinical data and the research that's been conducted. And uh, the first range of wavelengths that's shown to have an incredible impact is in the red spectrum uh, in the mid 600 uh, nanometer wavelength ranges. So roughly between 630 nanometers to 670 nanometers. Uh, has uh, been shown to have uh, this critical role in cellular health. So as I mentioned, that that fourth phase of cellular respiration, which is oxidative phosphorylation, uh, it has an incredible impact to help restore that healthy cellular function um, in, in the, the mitochondria, which is essentially the powerhouse of the cell. And the other wavelength that we use is in the mid-800 nanometer uh, wavelength range, which is invisible to the human eye, so it's beyond the visible spectrum. Uh, and that that wavelength is also powerful for this this cellular uh, helping restore this healthy cellular function. Um, the main difference being that is it's much more effective to penetrate to uh, deeper layers of the body. So uh, it's much more effective for um, uh, muscle recovery, joint pain, reducing inflammation, uh, and and those sorts of benefits. So. Uh, the the main uh, difference and the reason why it's more effective at reaching deeper is just because of how uh, the different wavelengths are absorbed by the tissues of the body. Uh, specifically, water in our tissues uh, is very rapidly absorbs uh, wavelengths that are on the the lower end of the spectrum, so towards. Uh, the 600 and, and and below, and then again also wavelengths that are much higher than the 850 that we use for the near infrared. So, um, you know, if any of you uh, have ever used an infrared sauna, for example, uh, typically you're using wavelengths that are longer than 3,000 nanometers, and those wavelengths we feel as radiant heat because they're very quickly absorbed by the moisture in our skin. Got it. And that's another distinction that I think is important to make is the difference between that and sauna and the different things that they do to the body. Um, So like you mentioned, they're related, but can you also talk a little bit more about how they're different and like, should you use both ideally? Like what would be an optimal case there? 
Yeah, so we actually uh, have a sauna uh, that, that we enjoy using, and uh, you know it's it's uh, well known the the various benefits, uh, most of which have been documented around the cardiovascular benefits. And there's also some really interesting um, studies showing the potential for uh, reducing uh, toxins using sauna therapy. Uh, all of those things are related to the heat that's delivered on the body. So uh, with the mid and far infrared wavelengths, uh, you're able to raise the body's core temperature. And you have heat shock proteins and enzymes that are created that help the body uh, to basically eliminate uh, toxins. And it has a very similar effect to cardiovascular exercise because it's basically a stress that you're putting the body under. So um, if you're in a sauna for 20 or 30 or 40 minutes, you get out and you feel you feel like you just ran, you know, about eight miles. Uh, so photobiomodulation or what uh, we do with the juve lights is, is a totally different type of therapy. So rather than, than a stress on the body, which has its own you know, place and different types of benefits, photobiomodulation is, is more uh, restorative in nature and basically providing uh, food or nutrition for uh, the cells at, a, at the mitochondrial level. And we usually recommend for customers that do have both sauna and red light and want to do both those treatments to use your juve after your sauna treatment as a great way to help your body just relax and calm down after the heat stress it's just been through. That makes sense. I've noticed that too. We have a sauna at our house as well. And especially when you get up in the like 160s, 170s, I notice like eventually you actually feel your heart rate go up. You obviously are sweating, but you feel some of those similar effects of exercise. Whereas the red light, like you guys said, I feel like it's like my turn down button. Like I just kind of like feel my nervous system just turn down and relax when I use the red light therapy. So they're so different. Um, and, and I just wanted to make sure that we talked about that, that they both have their place and they're both awesome. It's not that one replaces the other by any means. Um, and that's a great tip to use the juve after. Um, I know that obviously most people listening are women. And a question I've gotten a lot, and I'm guessing you have too, is, is red, life, red light therapy safe for pregnancy and nursing? Yes, that that is a common question, and it's one that we've we've posed and actually discussed at uh, at length with Dr. Michael Hamblin. Uh, he's a researcher at Harvard University. Uh, he has published or been a part of uh, over three, uh, over 400 uh, clinical papers on the the subject of photobiomodulation. Um, while there there is not any existing uh, studies that have been conducted on uh, on during during pregnancy, um, you know he is of the of the opinion that that there would be benefits uh, for both the baby and mom. Uh, and, and especially actually for the baby due to the high number of stem cells and stem cells have uh, uh, a much higher concentration of mitochondria. So the, the, the theory goes that, that they would be very receptive to the therapy. So that being said, uh, you know, because there is no, uh, you know, a clear indication through, you know, a study that's been conducted, it's something that we would, you know, have to uh, recommend people to, uh, you know, consult with their physician about. Of course. Yeah. Always a good idea if you're pregnant or nursing before you do anything. Um, but I guess the way I looked at it is these would be spectrums of light that I would have gotten from the sunshine anyway. And most traditional cultures encourage pregnant women to spend time in the sun to get enough vitamin D because they know how important that is for the baby. And obviously like the red light's not creating vitamin D, but you're getting the other beneficial spectrums. So I felt perfectly comfortable with it. But yes, great advice. Check with your doctor or midwife always just to make sure it's it's right for your case. Um, you mentioned like the several different iterations that you guys even went through in creating the red light therapy device. Are there things that people should be aware to look for in a photobiomodulation device? And is there a way to know that it's high quality? Because it seems like there's been a lot out there on the market. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a question that we that we get commonly. And, um, you know, since we launched Juve, we've actually seen, you know, a, a number of different companies uh, come with, you know, different different types of products that are you know similar, trying to treat a larger area. And there there's a lot of different things that that are important to to uh, to mention here. But really, in terms of the effectiveness, uh, the the it really boils down to the wavelengths that are used, the intensity uh, or a radiance. Uh, and then also the the treatment area. So uh, with our our new Juve system that we actually uh, just launched, uh, we actually have gone to a modular system which allows people to really customize a, uh, the device to, to fit their size and their desired uh, treatment goals. That's awesome. Can you explain that a little bit more? Like, because people may not even be familiar with the initial model, but just explain um, kind of what a red light therapy model looks like, how it integrates into your home. Um, I know we compared it to saunas, so there might be this uh, idea that it's as big as like a barrel sauna or something. Can you kind of explain that? Yeah, no, excellent. So we we really, from the very beginning, wanted to have a device that was easy for people to incorporate into their daily schedule. And, you know, we came up with a design that allows uh, it to hang from any uh, anyone's door uh, in, in their house. So it literally would fit between a door and the wall. So or you know, basically the depth of a doorstop. So uh, it's very convenient uh, to to set up really any, virtually anywhere in, in your house. And as we talked about, it's something you can add to your morning routine or in the evening. Um, and it basically is a, a very bright uh, LED light panel that has uh, uh, LED specifically designed for the purposes of photobiomodulation and utilizes cooling fans uh, to basically regulate the temperature of, of those LEDs. So that was really our initial uh, goal at Juve was to basically bring, uh, we were a strong believer in the uh, benefits of light therapy and wanted to bring a product that, that everyone could use and benefit from. And our new um, our new Juve modular system allows you to connect up to six Juves in a single system. So say you you know I want to try this. I'm not quite sure if I want to you know the really big size yet. I just want to see if it works. Um, any at any time you can add on to your Juve system and make it larger and um, able to cover more of your body at one time. And so we thought we've had customers reach out from the beginning of our first models and say, hey, I love your system, but here's a um, here's a tip I would give you. And so we, you know, we listened to all of our customers and um, we took, you know, different th advice that they offered us. And we're pretty excited about our new modular system and how, you know, at any time you can add on and, and create um, multiple juves linked together to so that your system can be larger and you don't have to feel like shoot I should have bought the bigger one. We're very excited because we were we've done the third party testing, um, you know, regarding the the output of of the devices and and really our goal is to provide basically the best value on the market in terms of the light output. Uh, at really at a fraction of the cost of some of the similar uh, the products on the market. And as Melissa mentioned, uh, you know, offering a, a industry leading sizes that are that are able to treat your entire body is critical because of the the uh, vast amount of benefits that can be achieved when when you're treating uh, treating your whole body. So uh, we're also with the with the new devices, we also uh, have the new Juve app, which allows you to track your uh, your treatment times and set up goals so that you can uh, allows for a personalized experience. So, you know, if you want to do, you know, four treatments a week or five treatments a week, uh, you can track that, uh, that, uh, progress over time. 
That's really cool. And as a follow-up to that, um, I know I get questions about how much should you do red light therapy? Is there like a maximum when it's not effective anymore or when it's dangerous? Is there, do you guys have any good guidelines for what seems to be the minimum effective dose and also if there's upper levels of that? Yeah, we usually, um, we recommend daily if possible. Um, For some people that's not in their schedule. And so then we say, you know, every other day would be great. But usually it's eight to 10 minutes per treatment area. And um, you can treat up to three times a day. We just recommend waiting five to six hours between treatments because our cells actually need time to take the light in and process that. So while you really can't get too much light, so you're not hurting yourself by, you know, treating over that time period, you're not going to be getting any extra benefits either. That makes sense. And you mentioned that your kids use this as well. And um, my, my kids do also, but are there any special guidelines when it comes to children using the red light? Yeah, I use it for my kids, especially on days when I feel like they weren't outside enough to run around and get some sun. Um, I usually do a little bit less time for them. I kind of cut the adult dosage in half um, for my younger kids just because I figure, you know, they're smaller than me, but there really isn't, like I said, you really can't overdo the juve. Um, and so for me, a lot of times it's just like, I can only get them to stand there for about six minutes. <laughs> and then they're like, I, I just want to go, mom, let me go now. <laughs> yeah. I, we could both attest to how hard it is to get kids, especially when you feed them real food to get kids to stand still. They just have all the yeah. energy they want to move. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. That is my source for delicious coffees, teas, and elixirs that all contain beneficial medicinal mushrooms like lion's mane, chaga, cordyceps, reishi, and many others. These mushrooms have a long history of use and a lot of studies to back up their many benefits. I personally fell in love with all of their mushroom coffees and elixirs. I add their elixirs to my smoothies, and when I drink coffee, it's always their mushroom coffee these days. The great part is they have caffeine-free options and coffee-based options with a little bit of caffeine. So there's literally a blend for any type of day, but the bonus is that there's slightly less caffeine in their coffees than normal coffees, but with the, the addition of the medicinal mushrooms, you get more of a brain boost without the jitters. I personally enjoy the mushroom coffee blends in the morning, and I often sip relaxing and sleep-promoting reishi in the evening before bed. You can check out those and all of their products and grab a 15% discount just for being a listener of this podcast by going to foursigmatic.com forward slash wellnessmama and use the code wellnessmama. Again, that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash wellnessmama and with the code wellnessmama. This podcast is brought to you by Mother Dirt, a revolutionary new line of products that work to optimize the skin microbiome. Yeah, you heard me right. Just like the gut, the skin has an ecosystem. And for many of us, our over-sanitized modern lifestyle has depleted the delicate ecosystem of our skin. That's why I've been using Mother Dirt's AO Plus Mist to support my skin biome. Their mist uses patented ammonia oxidizing bacteria, or AOB, to consume the ammonia in sweat and create beneficial byproducts that balance the skin biome. Since ammonia is the part of sweat that stinks, this also helps reduce body odor. And many people, in fact 60%, say they no longer need deodorant. 
I love that their entire line is natural and plant-based and safe for the whole family. And you can save 20% on your first purchase with the code FREESHIP20 at motherdirt.com forward slash wellnessmama. Again, motherdirt.com forward slash wellnessmama and the code FREESHIP20 in all capital. What are the biggest use cases that people are coming to you um, for red light therapy with? And I know for me right now at this point in my life, it's purely vain. I know that it helps with collagen production. And I like hit that age where I saw a couple wrinkles and was like, oh, so it's purely vain for me. But we originally found out about it and researched it when my husband had to have surgery and that higher wavelength that penetrates in and helps with healing in tissue. So I know that there's multiple use cases, but what are you guys seeing the most from people who are actually using the device? Yeah, we, we actually have a wide range and that's one of our biggest challenges is because we'll have people that, as you mentioned, you know, are very interested in, in the, the beauty benefits, which uh, is probably the one that most people are familiar with uh, just because it's so uh, it's so common in spas to do, you know, some sort of a, a red light therapy treatment with, uh, you know, with a facial or something of that nature. So uh, there's many people that, that do enjoy the therapy for the skin health benefits. And then another one that is in, that is really quickly catching on is we have actually a lot of professional athletes uh, that use it for the muscle recovery and uh, athletic performance. Uh, so, for, for example, uh, T.J. Dillashaw, uh, who's a UFC fighter, uh, that uses it uh, as part of his training regimen to basically help his body recover after after what it's you know put through with that training. And we have the same thing with uh, multiple NFL athletes. So, I would say those are some of the really big ones. And then, kind of a close uh, follow up with that, it would be uh, for the testosterone uh, benefits. There's a number of uh, interesting studies about the potential uh, benefit for photobiomodulation as it relates to hormone production and specifically uh, testosterone uh, production in, in men. So those are some some of the common ones. It, it really runs the gamut just because uh, there's so many different things that, that it can have uh, have an impact on. And it's interesting because everybody's uh, body responds a little bit differently, really depending on kind of what, what their body's working on. We also have a lot of people that just um, start the therapy just for uh, overall optimal health. They just want to add that into their you know, wellness regimen. And they come back and they say, Hey, I'm sleeping so much better. Is that possible that the juve could be doing that? Um, I've got so much more energy. And so sometimes people will start using the light and don't even know that maybe they, they weren't sleeping to their fullest or they didn't have the fullest energy they could have. And then it's amazing to them to see their body functioning at a higher level. They didn't even know was possible. And another one I'll jump in with too, that's, that's common and actually is uh, or actually FDA cleared for is for reduced uh, joint pain and inflammation. So that's that's a huge one for uh, really people of all ages, whether that's, you know, younger with, uh, you know, different uh, impacts that they're putting their body through with sports or or those that are a little bit uh, uh, more senior in years that, that uh, you know, are, are find that they're able to uh, just enjoy life at a much higher level uh, by helping to, you know, reduce that uh, that pain and inflammation. I want to go back to the testosterone thing for a minute because our mutual friend Ben um, talks about this quite a bit. But can you, for anyone listening, it's I know largely women listening, but a lot of them have husbands or significant others. Explain what's happening with men and why it can increase testosterone. 
Yeah, that's, that's uh, really been one of the big surprises, I, I must say, um, going back to the original video that, that uh, Ben posted. We had no idea that, that, that he was going to post that about, about the juve, and it was, it was really, uh, really fascinating just to see the, the science behind um, what he you know, was talking about there in terms of the benefits for the testosterone production. And, and, and since then, just to see the incredible feedback from all the people that have, that have you know, been using the, the juve for that. Uh, the studies uh, are are really interesting because they uh, they discuss the potential for the red and near infrared wavelengths to have benefits for the the lytic cells and and testing and actual production of testosterone, and I think that's that's certainly a well documented um, <clears throat> process that that is very likely uh, to be at you know one of at least one of the mechanisms of action, and I think additionally um, you know what what we're seeing too in terms of the benefits that people are. Are, are seeing in terms of a testosterone is is because they're doing it the therapy over their whole body so now they're you know they're they're taking it in through their eyes that's getting through uh, you know to their hypothalamus and helping to regulate just their overall hormone production um, you know the in, increased blood flow um, and and basically just the overall uh, overall improvement in health I think all these things have have a pretty dramatic effect and for that reason we have you know a number of documented cases of people that have done uh, have their uh, their uh, free testosterone uh, test you know done before and after whether it's you know a month or a couple months later after using the juvelite with some pretty incredible results that's exciting yeah it's fascinating I feel like this is an area I think light research is going to be an area we see a lot more research on in the next 10 years or so um, both that and EMFs I'm really excited as we get more data on these things. Um, also, I know I've seen some research on the hair benefits of these specific wavelengths of light. Can you explain what potentially could be the mechanism there? Yeah, it's it's interesting because that's one I've actually personally seen some impact with, with uh, as you know, has been tied to uh, uh, male pattern baldness. Uh, there's a lot of factors involved, whether it's a her hereditary or stress. And, and what, what I saw personally was, you know, I had a pretty good size area in the back of my head that was thinning, uh, substantially. And after, uh, you know, faithfully using, um, photobiomodulation, that area just totally filled in and, and thickened out. So, uh, it's definitely something that I've seen personally and the studies certainly indicate, um, you know, there's dozens of studies on, uh, that have been conducted using red and near infrared light for the benefits, uh, of, uh, you know, restoring, uh, hair growth. Um, and the, the theory, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like a broken record, but it really goes back to um, that cellular function and, and going uh, basically into the scalp and the hair follicles. And as you restore the, that healthy cellular function, uh, ATP uh, synthase, ADP production, uh, and, and restore that, that, that mitochondrial function, um, it's, it's amazing just to see uh, how that, that hair can really be restored in a relatively uh, short amount of time. It makes sense. I feel like so much in the body goes back to ATP. And I think most of the listeners are pretty uh, educated and already kind of understand it. But can you, um, if you don't mind getting sciencey for a minute, just go a little deeper in explaining the cell mechanism and the mitochondria and how ATP is so vital, like it's easy to underestimate, but how this is truly actually vital to us being alive. It's, it's so important. Yes, exactly. Virtually all the cells of our, of our body have have what's called mitochondria, and they're essentially this uh, workhorse or engine of the cell that actually uh, produces energy. So it takes uh, it takes energy that we get derived from food, and it takes energy from light. 
which uh, has been uh, well proven, and and it basically is 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 the powerhouse that produces ATP production. And breaking that down a little bit more, we have what's called the electron chain uh, transport, and we have the four phases of cellular respiration. So we have the first phase, which is glycosis, the second phase, which is pyruvate oxidation, the third, which is citric, uh, the citric acid cycle, or also referred to as the Krebs cycle, and the fourth is this oxidative uh, phosphorylation. And in that fourth phase, uh, what we find is as the electrons move down this chain, the energy is released and it uh, basically pumps uh, protons out of the matrix, uh, forming a gradient uh, similar to a battery where you have a gradient of electrical charge. And so at its at its core, the body is basically electro, an electrical chemical engine uh, that is that is uh, fueled by both food and light. And when we use the, these specific wavelengths, it can help uh, restore this gradient and protons flow back into the matrix through an enzyme called ATP synthase, uh, which creates ATP. Yeah, literally vital to every aspect of life. Are there things that are complementary with red light therapy that can actually increase its effectiveness? I'm thinking of my background's in nutrition, and there's so many lifestyle factors that I've researched. I'm curious if there are any things you guys have found either anecdotally or in research that can help also make it more effective. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that that in you know the wellness industry is really becoming aware of that either have po- you know effects both positive and negative on the cellular function. Uh, you know, referred to you know previously uh, the negative in- impact that EMFs have, and those are basically a non-native uh, electromagnetic fields that that actually have a, a, a substantial negative effect on these cellular functions. Um, so that would be one that you know I think people as people get more aware of those impacts that, you know, we can make ed- more educated decisions about, you know, what we surround ourselves with and what we're, you know, exposing ourselves to in terms of uh, uh, EMF. So, you know, simple one, you know, at the very minimum, you know, turn off your Wi-Fi at night, you know, ideally, you know, f- figure out a way where you can hardline most or all your devices so that you're not exposing yourself to uh, the Wi-Fi signals, you know, other simple one, uh, you know, put your, your phone in uh, Bluetooth mode. Mode if you're going to carry it on your person or if you, uh, for example, when you sleep at night. So I think uh, the EMFs is, is, a, is a big one. And then I think another important thing that that is just really starting to get uh, starting to be understood is the impact of grounding and the way that our bodies uh, take in electrons uh, through the Earth's surface. And I think all these things play, uh, you know, a, a, a pretty powerful role in, in our bodies at the cellular level that's, you know, where science is just beginning to, to catch up and understand why. I also think uh, being properly hydrated when you do your treatments is extremely helpful. We've started seeing research on how our cells can actually hold on to the light and process it better the more hydrated we are. And so I a lot of times try to take a glass of water in with me and just, I know it's so hard for all of us to remember sometimes to drink our water every day. And so it's a good time for me to be like, I'm going to do my treatment and I'm going to drink some water at the same time. So that's kind of a personal goal I have. It's a good idea. And tie it in, get kill two birds with one stone, make it easy like that. That's a good a good plan. Um, so I'm curious, what's next for you guys in the future of Juve? That's that's uh, something that's very exciting. And as as you point out, you know, I think the uh, the health and wellness industry and and is is quickly beginning to realize the the impact that light can have on health. And so it's been really fun to see uh, the interest that's built and and the the 
uh, benefits that people are seeing from from the therapy. So we've, we've really been focusing on uh, providing the, the best value available for our customers in terms of uh, the light therapy products that they can use, you know, on a daily basis. And then another key thing that we're working on is uh, providing uh, a wide range of mounting options. So uh, the door system is kind of our original system that works very well, but we've also uh, just launched the mini stand that's with the Juve Mini. So it's a, a great way to do targeted light therapy, whether it's for your face or if you, you know, set it down to your ankle, you have, you know, if you twisted your ankle, you have joint pain. Uh, and we have some exciting things that we're uh, working on for additional stands that would maybe be better suited for, you know, professional settings or something like that, too. So we have a lot of exciting things uh, in the works, and it'll be fun to uh, to be able to launch those in the near future. Awesome. And links to everything we've talked about. I know that you guys have articles on some of these topics. I also have articles on red light therapy. Those will all be linked in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm if you guys want to delve into more research. So make sure to check that out at wellnessmama.fm. Um, questions that, that I love to ask as we start to wrap up. Um, the first being, if you could spread a piece of advice far and wide, it doesn't even have to relate to this topic. Um, what would it be and why? Um, I, I always say, um, don't be a follower. What's good for one person might not be good for all. And I always find that I'm the most happy and fulfilled when I create my own paths instead of following just pressure I might feel from what others would like me to do. So but that's just a piece of advice that over and over in my life I've found extremely valuable. And I'll, I'll jump in there. I would just say that happiness is one of the, the biggest keys to a healthy lifestyle that's often forgotten. So if, if you aren't happy, uh, I would strongly encourage you to to, uh, to look at, you know, what is causing that or what's preventing you from being happy and, and work on that because you're worth it. Both awesome pieces of advice. And where can people learn more about you and more about Juve? Uh, you guys can go to juve.com forward slash wellness mama. And uh, if you use wellness mama at checkout, you'll get a, a cool gift that we'll include with every juve purchase. What about uh, any book recommendations that have really changed your life? I'm a voracious reader, so I'm always on the lookout for new books. Um, currently, I'm really interested in a book called Do Schools Kill Creativity um, by Sir Ken Robson. Um, this is a topic that's highly interesting to me because I've definitely chosen a more untraditional schooling route with my own kids. And I just love reading others' thoughts on the issue because sometimes it can feel like I'm taking on such an incredible um, role to be the educator of my children. And so I just I love reading encouraging books on that topic. And uh, one that has been one of the more influential books that I've read is Bunker Hill by Nathaniel Philbrook. And it's a, it gives a riveting account of the life of the men that you know left their their homes and to fight for the freedom of the colonies, uh, despite what must have been uh, insurmountable odds. So it's uh, difficult to imagine, you know, what that must have been like for them. Uh, and sometimes I think it's easy to take take for granted the the liberties and the freedoms that we enjoy today. So that's that's been a powerful book. I will check both of those out. They both sound awesome. Um, thank you guys so much for your time. It's so cool. I love, like I said at the beginning, that you guys are also a family-owned company and that you have six kids as well. We don't find many people like that. And I appreciate you taking your time away from your six kids to be here and to talk about Red Light Therapy today. Yeah, thanks for having us, Katie. We've really enjoyed chatting. Yeah, thanks, Katie. Always a pleasure. And thanks to all of you for listening. And I hope to see you again next time on the Wellness Mama podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? 
Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.